Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome BTEC Smith and Steve Metz. BTEC Smith and Steve Metz, you are now entering the Megacars, the Megacars. Oh yeah. How's it going there, Perla Foreman? Oh, Megacast, we dream Perla. <laughs> I know, I can't believe Grace didn't throw that in there. For those that don't know, our boy, the Ted Smith, just a few hours ago, was hacked by a porn bot. I was. <laughs> I shouldn't be shocked that it was a picture of a butt and a blonde woman, though, right? The girl was hot. I was I know, like, Ted got hot. It's like they knew me. So, I told Steve right before this, there's something funny about being hacked on Twitter. Yes. So, the lady changes the name, right? What was it? Perla? Perla Foreman, which is not a good porn name. No, right? Yeah. Now, watch this, Steve. So, when I was in seventh grade- Oh, boy. Right? My grandmother, uh, Grandma Smith, she passes away, right? Now, my granddad, uh, you know, not only was he a World War II vet- Mm-hmm. But he was literally in a Nazi uh, prison camp when my father was born. Whoa. Right. Worked at power companies all his life. What? He wasn't the nicest guy, but he had pretty good reason to be a salty old dude. Yeah, I would too. Right? He was pretty racist and everything else. I'm in a bad mood if I stub my toe. I don't know if I was in a Nazi camp. So for years, right, for the next few years, you know, we always take him out to dinner and stuff. And I'm not going to tell you the stories. I mean, they're funny, but goddamn, they are racist, the conversations he would have at a restaurant, right? Sounds like my grandma. Yeah. So then a couple years go by, and the woman that cleans his home, he's going to hook up with her. And he's kind of losing it at this point. So he sells his house in D.C., this row house they had for years. They move out to, like, you know, just Montgomery County, nothing too crazy. He's, right. he's convinced they live on a lake. The woman's got, like, family members living with him. I mean, it's basically like that that old story of, like, the house cleaner from another country comes and takes all the money. Yeah. Right? And what was her name? Perla. No. I, I kid you not, Steve. I hadn't heard that name in years. And that's what I said. Wow. They changed it to Perla? I thought uh, the only way that would even be more crazy is if your grandma, your grandpa was a foreman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, that's insane. Isn't it? Perla's not like, when I saw that, and for those that don't know, like, yeah, Ted's page was completely, like, hijacked by a porn bot. Yeah. So, uh, we were getting, like, texts, and we were getting tweets from people, like, hey, what's up with Ted's page? I'm like, I don't know. What's going on? And I'm just sleeping. Yeah, so- I'm with my phone on silent. I go and pull it up, and it's like, the first thing I see is, like, this picture of an ass that looks like it's been spanked. Yeah. There was a, a pinned tweet. Why am I saying Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, this was my hacked account. And it said, hello, darling. Want to see my naked breasts? Follow me. And it had a tiny URL. Uh, Then another one. Good afternoon, guy. Want to see me nude? Follow the link at the top of this page. Next tweet. Hey there, honey. Want to see my nude wet? Look at the top of this page. Next one. Hi, man. Want to look at my naked? Look at my top tweet. Next one. Good morning, sweetie. Want to look at my naked wide butt? Follow a link on my page. These are all the tweets, and I'm like, holy smokes, and it's a hot blonde. Yeah. Oh, man. So I call Ted immediately, because I'm like, well, I don't know what to do. And then I was like, man, I'm calling Ted at 9 in the morning as I'm on the air. This is going to freak him out. Because like, that's like when my brother calls me when it's not expected. I'm like, what the F's going on? I w- literally, I wake up, right, and uh, 
I look at my phone and there's two missed calls, a voicemail, and 12 texts. So my heart <laughs> drops. Like, what is going on? Oh my god! And then I see, right? I see it's you, and I'm like, like f. Right. And then I read a couple of the tweets. I listened to your voicemail, and I was like, all right, this sucks, but I can handle this. But then when I saw it was Perla, I was like, if she starts offering people Keika, because that was like the big joke when we, like, the whole Smiths went to meet her family, and it was like, would you like some Keika? <laughs> yes. Well, clearly she was offering her wet naked Keika. Yeah. I mean, to this day, if you meet anybody in my family and say the name Perla or Keika, I mean, you can't go to a birthday party with the Smiths without somebody busting chops and being like, are we going to have Keika? Oh, my God. That's when I saw the Perla. I was like, I was like, you know what? Part of this, Steve. I don't seem to sound weird. Some of this stuff lately, I feel like I've earned. You know, I'm on the podcast talking about social justice. I got attacked yesterday on Facebook on some other thing. Like, I saw your tweet that was like about social media, and I was like, wow, did he just like twist somebody's? You know, get under somebody to the point where they hacked into his account. I, I, Tyler Smith, you know, who does the dope show, yeah. he was like, Hey, I'm doing a show just for dudes, like dude comics, dude comedy. I said, Man, that, that sounds awesome. He goes, You mind if you want to do it? And I was like, Yeah. So they were like, Yeah, we'll put you on the bill. And then he's like, I'm going to, and then he puts it up. And all of a sudden, me and the other comics are, I, I didn't realize I'm a, a giant misogynist. Oh, and then, then it even got to like all four of these comics are white males too, like this and that. And I was like, I was just like, all the stuff I talk about and try to use my platform for. And and then I just realized like this is how it works on the other. So I'm trying to try to take all this in, Steve, yeah. and learn and be like, maybe this is the universe kind of pushing back on me. Wow, that is that is very <laughs> ironic. You're a guy who speaks out on behalf of many people for many good reasons, and now you've been lumped into the group that you usually speak out against. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I make the joke in my act that I grew a beard to look tough and I look like a racist, but yesterday I was like, Jesus Christ, man, now I'm a misogynist racist? That Pearl Jam song, WMA, about you, white yeah. male America. Right? And then when Beats I saw it this Smith. morning, and it was just like, and her name was Perla, I was like, I, world, I don't know what you want, but I'm listening. What's her middle name, Necklace? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, I'm a Perla Foreman, though, of all names, like... That's not a sexy name. If you're going to porn bot somebody, wouldn't you want to have like a sexy, like Perla I could work with. Perla Foreman sounds like a friend of Fez's. Yes. Right? <laughs> I mean, that, Red's that, that show. Yeah. yeah. Why are you hanging out with Perla Foreman? You mean my, my cousin? Right? You know I don't like my cousin. She takes over people's Twitter pages and puts naked pictures up there and wants people to see her naked wet cake. And then she used some weird word, too, to describe a body part. Quim. Quim, yeah. We were like, Ted, I don't know what your quim is. I was like, I go into the hair club's office. I go, Ted's account got hacked. He goes, what? And I read the whole thing. And he's like, well, what's that? And uh, one of our other guys goes, I think that's a city in, in Washington. Squim? No, Quim. <laughs> Tell me that was Danny, the new guy. No, was, uh, is that, is that a, that's a city in Washington, boss. <laughs> Come on, I just moved here. You don't know that? I'm fresh from New Mexico, and I even know that's that's a place in Washington. Yeah. And oh, I, man. So the other funny thing, too, is uh, I'd say our buddy now, A.J. Francis. Yeah, he's definitely our buddy. Right, who who played at Maryland. I'm a massive Maryland fan. He's, right. I, I would say to Steve, probably one of the best Terps to come out of there in the last few years. A.J.'s on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now, was a Seahawk. Yeah, he sends me a DM like, dude, you got hacked. So that, it's just weird, like... 
wow, my account is getting hacked. Like, that's pretty cool. And old yeah. Maryland Terp star is giving me a heads up. Right. As a, the guy who's a lifelong Terps fan, yeah. to have one of the most dominant Terps in, like you said, in the last five or so years, just messaging me and like, dog, I'm looking after you. Yeah, I mean, to the point where I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll ease up on giving him Gonzaga flack. <laughs> Are you going to turn your back on DeMatha? Never, Steve. Okay. I'm just saying maybe maybe all these purple guys aren't as bad as I thought. <laughs> and Gonzaga is the high school that A.J. Francis went Yeah, my to. bad. We sorry. don't want anyone calling you a racist by calling him one of those purple guys. Oh, Jesus. I didn't even think about it. You know, it comes from a misogynistic racist like myself, Steve. It just, it just flows out of me. You know, there's not much I can do. Hey, you mentioned A.J. Francis. I forgot to play this last week. Uh, I thought this was pretty cool. You know, uh, anyone who's listened to the Migs cast or even to jobbing out the wrestling podcast that he does with uh, Aaron and also Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster and Glenn Clark, great wrestling podcast, very funny. The three of them are hilarious together. It's one of my favorites for sure, podcasters in general, not definitely my favorite wrestling podcast, but... uh they end their podcast usually giving me a shout out, which is really nice because I think they it's cool that they appreciate the fact that I've turned on a bunch of listeners to their podcast. Yeah. So they always give a shout out. Well, also getting thrown into the mix these days, our boy, Pearl of Foreman. <laughs> Check it out. As always, shout out to our boys, uh, BJ and Miggs mm-hmm. up in Seattle and Ted Smith. Who we We're probably the only too. people that actually listen to this. Right. Considering everybody else <laughs> is in the, the first, studio. I'm not going to. Oh, mind you, at this point, they were doing one of their, they were doing the post draft podcast for wrestling. Oh, for wrestling. And they were hanging out in the studio with a bunch of their listeners just getting drunk. So oh, nice. that's why. Plus, it's also ironic because they're doing it in the studios I used to work in in Baltimore, right? Oh, that's a, I, I think so. Right, because Glenn's there. Yeah, I'm not positive, but I would imagine so. Yeah. So here's more from that. Bye. The first 20 minutes of the show is just a complete <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Totally worth it for the mojo reaction, though. Yeah, it was really great. Uh, we love those guys, 99.9 KISW up there, and of course the Migs cast. and robbed the, in the voting. Oh, in the Hall of Fame voting. I don't want to talk about it. They'll get there. Trust okay, me. Then. They're going to get to the Hall of Fame, those guys, because they're amazing, and they always put us nice. over, and so we love those dudes. Yeah, they're like Terrell Owens. Yeah, how is... I don't want to talk about it. It's just going to piss me off. I love that AJ compared me to, to Terrell Owens. Yeah, no kidding. And I tweeted at him about that, and he goes, plus you like to, to, you like to, to uh, like walk around with your shirt off doing sit-ups outside of your house. Yeah, when you're in Philly. Yeah, I'm like, of course. I don't get these kind of abs if I don't. Yeah, I always forget Mojo's a uh, Terp, too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool that he's now gotten bumped up into the world of the WWE. Hey, he's on SmackDown. Yeah. Dude, it's- I'm telling you, I think I like SmackDown better right now. I'm enjoying it more. I'm enjoying both, to be they, honest with yeah, you. Yeah, it is good. I mean, Finn is cool. Oh, he is so badass. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy you took me to see him uh, at NXT. Yeah, so you got to see him before he blows up to become one of the biggest WWE superstars. He's yeah. going to be. I mean, it's just a matter. Of, it's already happening. Him and Seth Rollins are going to be wrestling at SummerSlam. Forget it. Yeah, and just when he comes out, man, and <laughs> Steve took me to NXT, and I was like the uh, child because I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't watch NXT. Right. So just when Finn Balor comes out and like his song plays and he walks around for a while, but when the place is dark and it's just like that, and yeah, he puts and everyone, his hands up. Everyone puts their hands up in the air. Which I, think, ne- I think I looked at you and was like, what is this? This is amazing. <laughs> right? Like, this is awesome. It's starting to pick up. At first, you could tell like not a lot of fans were aware of what happens during his entrance. Yeah. Like, because he coordinated, he kind of choreographs his entrance to the music. And so when there's this big anthemic part, his arms go up and the entire NXT crowd would put their arms up and it's amazing. Like, white lights and everything, not to be racist, white lights and all this. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like on the bigger, you know, now he's doing it in front of 15,000 people and it's starting to pick up. I can't wait for WrestleMania when whatever happens, 
if it's this WrestleMania or a future WrestleMania, when that moment happens and there's like 90,000 people doing that, yeah. oh, that's going to be, be awesome. awesome. Uh, one other quick clip I did want to play. I, I've played this before. By the way, I don't get the Nina Jax thing. No, dude. They're pushing her hard. And she's not good. And we saw her wrestle, and she was not very good out there. No. It's, it's not working. I mean, I get the, like, she's different and it's intimidating, but, like, I don't know. No. Focus on Alexis Bliss mm. and Carmella. <laughs> bada boom. Hey. Realest girl in the room. Or, no. Hot, bada bing, hottest girl in the ring. Just like the other night, uh, your girl Sasha and, and Enzo. How you doing? 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 That was awesome. <laughs> I wanted to play this because we always talk about how much we love Gronk. I played it on the mix cast before, so. Right. But I think anyone who's heard it is going to enjoy hearing it again. That's Mojo's buddy. Yeah, that's and and uh, AJ played with Gronk for a half a minute when he was on the Patriots. Oh, all right. And he shares a great story about him and Gronk, and it really sums up. What we already knew, that Gronk is awesome. And here's the audio. That's the main event. AJ Francis of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. By the way, my number was 69 when I played for the Patriots. Was it really? And I did pick that. Because they gave me 90, and I was like, 90 is kind of weak. I was like, what are the numbers you got? Because I was 96. I wanted to be 96. 96 was taken. I was like, all right, then I want to be 99. 99 was taken. Uh, And I was like, you know what? Do you have 69? (laughs) They were like, yes. Did you giggle while like, you asked? That's exactly what I want. <laughs> Did you see last year, because, you know, the Patriots try to screw with everybody with the numbers on their jerseys. Yeah. Did you see when Gronk taped the number 69 in the back yeah. of his jersey? Because, of course, he did. Because, of You know, when I was did. in New England, Gronk, before he knew my name, he would just call me 69, and that's why we became friends when I was there, <laughs> because I was number 69. He was like, bro, did you pick that? I was like, yeah. He's like, dude, I wish they could let me wear 69. <laughs> this is a true that story. That sounds exactly true like story. that. No, no, you don't have to say that. Yeah. We all believe you. <laughs> that, that, that is the most No one's sitting here story. listening to this and saying, no, that doesn't sound right about Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> Bro, that come seems, on. That seems like No unlikely. way. <laughs> that is awesome. That, that is. and that Right. That's like the Gronkiest Gronk story ever. I want to be 69. <laughs> I wish they'd let me wear that number. And when he does the impression, it sounds like I can picture Gronk talking like that. And I don't even know Gronk. We got to take a break. Yeah, we haven't even done push-ups. We haven't done push-ups. We haven't done TED Talks. Nah. We're running up against the wall because I got to go do an appearance over, not got to, but I'm, I'm doing an appearance at Hector's in Kirkland today. Yeah, with Miss Rock. Miss Rock, the Rock Girls, Kevin Ecrit, the, the guy who's uh, the captain of Miss Rock and all the Car Star crew as well. They're all going to be there. I'm pretty jealous, man. That sounds like a fun time. Well, come down. <laughs> <laughs> not that jealous, are you? <laughs> Mega cast. We'll be back. Mm. <laughs> Life is a honeymoon when listening to Chet and Steve. The mega cast will be back. Life is a honeymoon, we're gonna live it. Let love keep us lifted, my dear. Turn up a summer soon, we're gonna kick it. Get it sounding like injuries in here. Serve us a vista, cause we wanna sip it. Not missing a moment, we're giving cause. Life is a honeymoon, we're gonna live it. Let love keep us lifting, my dear
Here it is, the middle of summer. Your family is screaming, vacation. And your bank account is screaming, stay the hell home. If you can't bear the thought of another stay-at-home vacation, try Fakecation, the all-new in-home vacation kit that'll make you feel like you just had the best vacation of your life. You could choose the Disney kit, complete with an empty $7 soda cup, a 1,500-watt sun lamp, a can of Axe specially designed to smell like a sweaty family from Kentucky, and even rope barricades so you can line up outside the bathroom. Or the beach kit, including 50 pounds of playgrounds sand and a bag of medical waste metal detector not included or how about the new york city kit consisting of an empty postage paid envelope for you to put your jewelry and cash in and mail it back is it returnable no this summer take a fakecation it's the next best thing to being there hepatitis vaccine for beach kit sold separately I'd like to be in the back seat with these guys. The Megacast is back. So baby, pull me closer in the back seat of your rover that I know you can't afford. Bite that tattoo on your shoulder. Pull the sheets right off the corner of the mattress that you sold. From your roommate back in Boulder, we ain't ever getting older. Smokers are back, bitch. <laughs> Actually, these guys are crushing right now. They're huge. Yeah. I didn't realize how huge they were until, like, I put on the top 40 station for a half a second. And oh, I flipped yeah. to another top 40 station for a half a second. And there was, like, two different of their songs. Yeah. Dude, this one I, and then the other one that we, that, 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 whatever it is. Yeah. What, when I did that road trip to uh, Crater Lake, like, I basically just listened to pop music the whole time. Yeah. And, right, that that song. And then, do you know that Peter Pan song? No. You know, like, the, it's like a girl singing, and it's, like, uh, about Lost Boys and like they huh. play in the woods with Captain Hook. No, and it's an adult song. <laughs> yeah, like a children's song. It does, and it's very random. I read this whole art. Uh, Ruth, Ruth B, mm. I think is who does it. Okay, I'll look it up. Yeah, it's funny though, and people are like, we don't really know how this became such a hit. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's just about Captain Hook and the Lost Boys, and I think it's like Lost Boys Never Grow Up or something. I have to write down Ruth B. Yeah. I'm taking a moment during the megacast to write down Ruth B. I've also heard the theory that maybe Lost Boys never grow up because they're all dead, which is a little dark for Peter Pan. <laughs> hey, kid, you like Peter Pan? They're all dead. You want to be like Peter Pan? Then you have to die. Right? I don't know what that makes Captain Hook. It just makes Ted, though, a misogynist, racist kid hater. Yes. I don't know why. I'm just... Why not, man? I hate everything else. Might as well throw my, children my, in my, there. Ted, hate, Ted hates everything. If you're listening right now, Ted most likely hates you. Yeah, and I'll kick your dog. Yeah, repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, quick shout out to Adam who created that. Speak, we talked a lot about wrestling in the last break. I should have brought it up. It would have been a lot better of a transition, but he somehow photoshopped our faces on. Oh, that is so awesome, Adam. <laughs> Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. If you go to the Megacast Twitter page... I, if we haven't retweeted it, we will. Perla um, retweeted it. Perla did. Okay. Well, Perla's on top of these things. Literally, I came into work yesterday and was like, Steve, this is the greatest picture of us. And I was like, Hair Club, did you see this yet? He's like, what? I was like, it's awesome. It's eerie and it and awesome because we both have hair. Yeah. Hair. And we're jacked. <laughs> I was just saying, and we are so yoked. And we got the belts on. I literally said to Mike Hawk, man, if I looked like that, I'd wear that black tight shirt everywhere. <laughs> Sounds like you just said you literally said it to your penis. <laughs> 
I know what you meant. Oh, Mike, sorry. Mike Hawk. Sorry. When said fast, it sounds like you just had a conversation <laughs> with your dong. I just said it to my dong. We look awesome. We look awesome. We should be wearing this shirt all the time. You like me with hair? You like me with a blonde streak? I know the comb over, and it's funny because I always thought Seth Rollins' hair was the worst when it was blonde and black. Yeah, but on my head, I thought it looked dope. Yeah. <laughs> Ted, let's get right into this. I know we're already a break late, but let's get the push-ups. And of course, you All know right. what song we're going to be doing to get the heart racing, the brain, the blood function, <laughs> the blood pumping in the brain. Functioning, Steve. Functioning. That's right. Oh, original. OG. Here we go. Get ten. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Yeah, I'm not sick of this song yet. I was just going to say, I'm kind of happy the original's back already. I mean, it was, I like to say that I did it strategically, but I was just too lazy to find a different version. Oh, see, I would have given you credit. You were like, you know what? Let's bring back the original this week. <laughs> I was just feeling the room like a good DJ. Wow, and we had that awkward Alvin and the Chipmunks thing last week. I love that that actually led to a polarizing conversation on our Twitter. People are on your team. Team Team Ted. Team Theodore. And I Ted Talks. Starring Beatrix Smith. I mean, it might be something as simple as getting your Twitter hacked, but whatever it is, uh, uh, you'll have trying, trying moments in your life, right? You'll have trying moments, you'll have trying times, uh, and, and throughout your life, you know, you're going to look around and there's all these influences that come from one direction or another. My main thing is, like, take, you know, take some from each person, take what you want, but don't, uh, you know, don't let the bad stuff turn you bad. You know, stay the course, stay who you are. You know, you don't have to go down, you don't have to go down any route you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And even though it seems hard, and the easy thing, man, is just to curse up a storm and bitch about stuff, sometimes, you know, man, you just gotta, just gotta suck it up, cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> just stay your path, man. Dude, I I battle that on on the on our station's text line a lot. Yeah. I battle that on social media a lot, and I'm I'm getting to the point where now it's like you know what, no matter what people are coming at us with, I just got to respond with humor. Yeah, because you know I for a while I would just be like, all right, man, we'll have a great day, and then they, that would just lead to them saying something, and then I'd keep saying something back. And I would never yeah. be, I would never blow up on somebody, but. It would get into like a stupid argument over stupid crap that I'm like, and then finally I'm like to the person, I'm like, we're doing a radio show, guy. Like, we're just trying to make people smile. If you don't think it's funny or if you don't like this, you don't like that and yeah. you don't want to listen, that's fine. But we're just, all, our only goal is to make somebody's morning a little bit better as they drive into work. And if yeah. it's not working for you, find something else. And then that pisses them off. And I'm like, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to just either just like jokingly write something back or not write something back at all. Yeah, sometimes I just don't answer people back. Yeah, you I, know, there's just I, I I just for me personally, it's just not worth it. And mm-hmm. it's like they, they, you know, also too, you know, I've had this conversation with people in person too. You know, it's like, excuse me, a lot of what we do on the air is us, but also you got to remember there's shows. Yes, I mean there's things that that Steve. I mean. 
There's things Steve's going to say on the radio that, like, he's not going to say in person to an actual woman. Oh, absolutely. You know, so it's like, sometimes, too, I just sort of remind people, like, we're doing a show here. You know, it's comedy. It's it, it's okay. Right. That's I mean, Yeah, man. It's just sometimes I'm just like, I, like, even like yesterday, I see a tweet come at me. And it was like, it was a, in a roundabout way a compliment to me, but it was like a, a dick thing to say to, to BJ. Yeah. So somebody tweeted at us and just said, I wish BJ was gone. And it was just the Steve Miggs show, so we didn't have to listen to this pessimistic, whiny bitch or something like that. Like, Jeez. Like, right. And I'm like, well, I don't know how to respond to that. Can't like it. Like, I, like I'm not going to write the guy and be like, thanks for liking me, but come on, man. You should be nicer to BJ. It's like, I don't even want to respond. Like, I, typically, I don't respond to people who are being negative. Like, I try yeah. my best. I, I try and dedicate any time writing somebody back to anyone who's being cool. And if I don't, it's just because I didn't see it or whatever, you know, but it's never intentional. Well, then BJ writes, well, this is a rather ironic statement. And I was like, that's pretty funny because he's right. It's like, you're y- oh, yeah. you're mad at this guy because he whines and you're whining about him. Yeah. It's, and it's like, well, what do you want me to say to that? Like, I like BJ. I think that the fact that him and I don't always see eye to eye on stuff and I give him a hard time, no different than him giving me a hard time, is what makes the show. You need the protagonist, antagonist kind of vibe. That's what works for our show. Like, <laughs> if BJ's gone, then who am I supposed to make fun of? And, you know, and, and, yeah. and part of the fun of our show is him making fun of me. I'm aware of that. Yeah, so, it's uh, okay. Jeez, eh, man. Though, people get way too worked up over, like you said, we're doing a show. If you don't like it, it's okay. Yeah, and you know, even you know, in, even for the people you know that you know, we're we're talking about this stuff. But you know, maybe it's your personal life. Maybe it's some guy you just work with on a job site, or yeah. or you know, you gotta you gotta go see this. You know, like man, they can be negative, and some of the stuff they say or or do could affect you. But you know, you gotta just stay true to yourself. I, I think is the point. You know, you know, mm-hmm. I, I never want to turn into one of those angry, bitter people. I feel like one of the best qualities I have, what allows me to do my job, is that I still use my imagination. I can yeah. still be optimistic on things. And that's why I think you and I get along so well, is that we <laughs> yeah. kind of feed off of each other with that kind of attitude. And I think that's why a lot of people get um, that are a fan of your show and our show, and if their, fa- their favorite person on the show would be you, and then in turn their favorite show, probably person on our show would be me, because it's like we have that same spirit. Yeah. And that's what the, me- that's that's why the mega, mega family's about. That's why we're the disciples of fun, the kings of podcasting, the mega cast. Yeah. <laughs> um so how was your weekend oh awesome why uh annual super secret pool party at the mayor's house nice yeah it was pretty dope dude yeah we had any uh, highlights any takeaways uh man share we I know it's a secret so maybe you shouldn't well no we talked about it a ton on the podcast well fine <laughs> did the main highlights were this our one buddy Brought like a Joe has a pool in his backyard, which he'll say was already there, but it's 12 feet deep in a diving board. Okay, so it's a legit pool. And then our other buddy brought like a whole DJ setup. He put lights all throughout the yard. I mean, like at 11 p.m., it was like we got to turn out some of these lights. It looks like we're having a rave back here. Do I know that guy? Not yet. I respect him, so I want to meet oh, him one day. Dude, he the system was unreal. And then like we that sounds amazing. We didn't even plan on it, but like I brought up a bunch of uh, men's room sausage. Somebody else had marinated uh, all this like flank steak and teriyaki oh. sauce, oh, and then gosh. Terrence Brothers showed up with like a smoked pork shoulder. So like around like four, we ended up having like a meat fest, and there was potato salad and sides. I mean, the, top to bottom, it was just a great day. Oh man! You know I hate running out of beer. 
when I left the next day, man, there was just like eight, there was three 18 packs of like Miller Lite and Coors Light just sitting around. Like everybody was like, we got to bring extra beer. I mean, it was just, it was just a really good time. A lot of good friends. And you know, when I talk about staying true to yourself too, I was being a weirdo, giving out some blessings with my, uh, my, my aqua to flora and all that stuff. So yeah. It just it was like a fun night, man. Oh man, I'm glad to hear. Yeah, yeah that you need those kind of nights. Oh, it was well needed. Oh, Much that's needed. so awesome. That's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great time. I went swimming, of course, like four or five times. Nice. You yeah. gotta go for the dip. I didn't. I went. I I was in a hotel, and I didn't take advantage of the pool. Yeah, I, I meant to. I was in Vancouver, and mm, indoor or outdoor pool, both. Damn, and, and a water slide. Like an, a tube water slide, which I've taken advantage of last year, multiple times. This time I went, we, we hit up an all-you-can-eat sushi place called Richmond Sushi in Richmond, British Columbia. All right. I ate so much sushi. Like, we all went back to the hotel and you're like, okay, we'll all meet up at the pool for the party. It was like around like eight o'clock or so, nine o'clock. Yeah. And uh, I called my wife, told her, hey, good night, blah, 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 I love you, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. Lie down for a second, opened up my eyes, it's two in the morning. Oh. I was so food combed out. I yeah. passed out, and all I could think was, well, it's two in the morning. I'm sure people are up. And I was thinking, well, I could go down there. But I'm like, you know, we have hockey games to play the next day. There's nothing good that's going to come of me starting my night drinking at, at 2, two in the morning. As Plus, much as I wanted to. And I found out my buddy Skittles, which is the greatest nickname ever, he was up still at, he was up till three. Yeah. But also, man, you always like take it. Like you always stay up with everybody. Yeah, I don't think Mig's missing one. They, I know they probably gave you a pass. Yeah, I woke up to a bunch of texts though. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Where are you? What's going on?" Which makes you feel good to know that people give a crap. But oh you know, yeah, but I was just like, ah. But the night before, and I think we got to take a quick break. All know. right, we'll All right. take a quick break. I have audio. Nice. And <laughs> this this audio will make you fully understand how inebriated I get at these hockey tournaments. All right. Ted, I feel like you're going to want to pause tape a lot on this. All right, that's fair. Yeah. It's and just... I get the all-you-can-eat sushi. The only time I've eaten too much was me and you at Blue Sea that one oh, time. Oh, my God. I think we each ran up like $70 per, oh. like not together, $70 yeah. a person at Blue Sea, which is not super ex- – I mean, it's expensive for sushi. It's not super expensive, though. Those were the hardest push-ups we've ever done on this podcast. <laughs> that's right. We got to do another one of those. Yeah. Maybe tone down as much money that we spend, but still do one of those. Yeah, and maybe just don't have super plans afterwards. That's a good point. Maybe we should podcast before. Yeah. Work up an appetite. Yeah. All right, the Mega Cats will get back. I have incredible audio of me doing a podcast. Yeah. How about that for timing? Wasted. And I tell a story about how I almost got arrested at Customs. Ooh. Yeah, how about that for a tease, Ted? Interesting. I like it. All right, we'll be back. It's hard to look and persuade when you are a robot. But at least I have a sexy Australian accent. The mega cast will be back. It's hot. Hotter than the 4th of July. 
And there you are, driving your work truck in the heat of day. And no matter how high you turn on the air conditioner, it still ain't cooling your core. You need Cool Breeze. Cool Breeze easily attaches to one of your air conditioner vents with a long hose to go up your shorts and blow a cool breeze on your firecracker and cherry bombs. Finally, cool relief. Cool Breeze makes me feel fine. Blowing around my junk all the time. Make some room in your shorts. For a cool breeze. Cool breeze makes me feel fine. Blowing round my junk all the time. Stay cool, man. This is We got best podcast. The mega cast is back. We the best music. And I'm gonna celebrate it for a long time. They tried but couldn't break me, now it's all mine. Surrounded by my angels and we all shine. Holy, 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 holy king. And I'm gonna celebrate it for a long time. They tried but couldn't break me, now it's all mine. Surrounded by my angels and we all shine. Holy, 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 holy king. Holy king. Our boy, that's DJ Colin. Oh yeah, yeah, we're the best. We are the best podcast. Yeah, it's official. Time. It's time that Grace recognized that. Yeah, thanks, Grace. So while you were uh, having your pool party, the rave, giving people, what were you giving people blessings? Yeah, just right. a little spit. You know, I'm not a healer, but I can offer a small amount of spiritual protection for you throughout the night. I love it. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> just being a weirdo. So I, I had no intentions originally of, of going to this hockey tournament. My wife- I didn't think so. Everybody's like, because everybody, right? So Steve knows all my Meltdown crew. Yeah. Well, most of them. And he's in the thread. But right. He, he's never been to the events. Everybody's like, where's where's Steve? Where's Mitch? Yeah. And I was like, he needs to spend a weekend at home with his wife, man. He's been busy. So, then I see you're in Canada partying. <laughs> so here's what happened. Nothing bad happened between my wife and I. But I wanted that weekend because we were supposed to go to see Weezer. And right. also a Modest Mouse and Brand New were coming. So I was like, oh, I'll, oh, I'll yeah. plan all this stuff. Made it all happen. I explained it to my wife, and she was like, I don't want to do any of that. And I'm like, oh, I thought we were going to. And she's like, no, I just really would rather just chill. All right. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. That's part of, you know, and I, I just jokingly mentioned, well, if I would have known that, I would have done my hockey tournament. She's like, do you really want to do the hockey tournament? I'm like, well, I mean, they they, they were going to give me a good deal on going. And yeah, I mean, they need a goalie. And, you know, I mean- I thought for sure she would say no, and it's just, this is one of those things in life where I'm like, I should just ask instead of just assuming. I just assumed that- when, She was going to say no. I'd also assume when we said, hey, we're going to go to these concerts, that we're going to go to these concerts, but that was like months ago. And she's I just heard been, brand new crushed, by the way. Oh, thanks. And, I'm, and I saw uh, the mayor was at Weezer, and I saw his pictures, and it looked awesome. Yeah, of course Mary he Moore was. Park. So- I'm like, so you're giving me the green light? She's like, yeah, go, have fun. I know these. I, I know that those people mean a lot. You don't get to see them often, and they're kind of like become like a family to it. So I'm like, all right, and, you know. And I just right after work drove there by myself. I was like, when, when I get there, I'm gonna go to take a quick nap. But what I didn't anticipate was like the guys were all like hanging out at this outdoor bar right where I parked. So as soon as I parked, they're all like, Migs! I'm like, all right, well I'm not getting a nap in. Start drinking. 
doing shots. We created a shot called the Poop Shooter that involves Kahlua and Captain Morgan Spice Rum. Went down way too easy. Uh, we probably spent a lot of money on those over the course of the evening. I would imagine. Yes. Who came up with that? Me, me and uh, Nick, the host of Beer League Talk, a podcast, right. and he runs the draft tournaments. One of these days, you got to meet him. I, I know you and him would hit it off. I just like, like you know what? Kahlua and Captain Morgan. Let's do it. Well, we were like, poop shooter, what should be in it? And I'm like, well, clearly Kahlua, because it's brown, and, and we're yeah. immature. And then we were thinking fireball, because who doesn't love fireball? Yeah. But they didn't have fireball there, so the waitress was like, how about Captain Morgan Spice Rum? I'm like, try it. I thought it was going to be the most disgusting shot ever. It went down so smooth, and I'm not even a fan of either of those two, but combined, it's like two negatives equal a positive. And All right. It was, I see what you're doing there, science guy. Thank you. And uh, it had like a slight hint of that chocolate after the shot, so the aftertaste was amazing. All right. So good. So you're slamming these down. Just chugging them. We're doing beer drinking games. We're crushing beers. We're beer races, and everything's going well. Creating That's how the, the, you create teams at these hockey tournaments. You just drink a bunch, and- over the course of the night, you you make teams. What if what if I don't drink anymore? Can I still come to these tournaments? Yeah, they'll they'll put somebody in place for you. Like either like I've done that before, where I filled in for somebody who doesn't drink. All right, you can either drink water or something, or you can just have someone else drink for you. And I've done that before, and I did that a few times. We're just, just yeah. I would just ask it. Like, there's got to be some people that don't drink. It's yeah. Like- well, one guy, and he's an amazing player, but he never goes to the draft party, which in my eyes is crazy. But maybe if you have a drinking issue or there's something about being around drunk people, you don't. I get why you wouldn't go yeah, there. I can imagine if you're not drinking anymore, that's a pretty like annoying. Annoying, yeah. and that's a very uh, temptation environment. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, because yeah, it's all about drinking. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, th- that night is—that's my favorite part of the draft tournament. Like, even if I don't play hockey, I would want to just go to the party. Yeah, I want—I didn't want to go to the party. I don't play hockey. You got to come, I, either a Seattle one or a travel one. Yeah, you should—you should make the trek with us one all of right. these times because it's so much fun. So we're drinking. By the end of the night, we're all just smashed. And we always—a tradition is that you, my, my buddy Nick, he brings like a portable recorder. And we record an episode of his podcast, which is called Beer League Talk. You go to BeerLeagueTalk.com, you can find it. Nice. Um, And so we recorded one, and I was on it. And I remember even telling myself when I was wasted, don't talk too much. You're just Mm -hmm. loud and obnoxious. Well, I listened back to it on the drive-in this morning. I don't shut up. Yeah, that's what happens. "Ah, Yeah. And they're, they're egging it on. They're laughing at the stupid things I say. Which is just feeding the ego. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a funny podcast. I mean, I actually, there was many moments of just laughing out loud at just the ridiculousness. But before I got to Canada, I got, you know, obviously you got to go through customs. And I had a weird moment through customs where if I wouldn't have, I'll just play it. All right. All right. Yeah. I describe, I I share the story with them while I'm wasted. And feel free to at any moment, because I think it's a couple minutes long. Just let me know when you want me to pause it. Because for those that are listening, you don't usually, and you know this, like when we do events, I never get rip-roaring w- wasted because I'm usually driving. Yeah. But when I'm not driving anywhere, all bets are off. Sure. And you're going to understand what I mean by that when you listen to this clip. All right. You ready? I am. All right, here we go. Can we talk about how I almost got arrested at the customs? You know, I, Man, this time. Oh, just so you know that, um, yeah, the voices you're going to hear, it's uh, that, that guy you just heard, that's, that's Nick. Nick. Uh, then there's Brett. And Danny. And there's usually a girl named April that's a part of this podcast. They do a great job. But that's the three voices you're going to hear. Besides I do like life. already in your voice you can hear it. Oh, it's, it's slurring words. Yeah. Not really fully finishing sentences. All right. 
I genuinely yeah. believe this is that the Canadian customs guy was f***ing with me. I do believe that. And I'll explain to you how. Okay. So, I pull up to customs. That's right. And the first thing that they ask is, you know, where are you from? I'm like, Puyallup, Washington. Stop. I also like, like, was that Diplo in the background? Might have been. Sounded like Lean On going into another song. We are outside of the, there's a bar attached to the Sandman Signature Hotel where we were staying. Sandman? Yeah. I know. It's a weird name. It's right by the airport. All right. Uh, and the, the bar's called the Shark Club. And it's amazing food. The waitresses, they found the hottest girls of all types. You like an Asian nice. girl? They got that. You, you want the girl next door? They got that. You want a black girl? They got that. You want the alt-rock tattooed girl? They got that. Blonde with big boobs? I mean, seriously, we were like, we were joking about it, and then we started paying attention. We're like, oh, I'm pretty sure the manager did this on purpose. Yeah, it's like Benetton. So the, the waitress that we had, she kept popping out, though, and being like, you guys got to keep it down because you're being too loud out here. Because, and, we, and we actually told her, we're not going to keep it down. We're drunk. And she's like, all right. We're like, <laughs> at least we're honest. All right, here we go. So, that's a, okay. So, <laughs> where are you from? Pyal. Pyal. That was an onomatopoeia of him puking. Pyal. Pyal. Oh, I pull up the customs, and the guy's like, yo. He didn't say yo. Yo. <laughs> right? I'm just going to say, there's no way you pulled up, and he's like, yo. Trying to get into Canada, boy? Hey. <laughs> right? Trying to get into Canada, eh? <laughs> Like, Sir, where are you from? I'm like, y'all. And then he goes, what do you, where, why are you coming here? I'm like, a hockey tournament. He goes, what do you do for a living? I go, I work in radio. He goes, so you here playing or you here announcing? It took everything in my power not to be a jackass and be like, announcing. So I go, I'm playing and I, I play goalie. Because I wanted to let them know I'm a goalie. <laughs> All right, stop. I love to, like, random guy coming through, and I feel like as soon as you said you were in radio, the customs guy's like, oh, we're stopping him. Yeah, we're, you're going to stop. I thought for sure I was going to get pulled off to the side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then at that point, I believe he is saying to me, sir, do you have goalie gear in the back of your car? To which I respond, yeah, man. Uh, yes. <laughs> and he goes... You do? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I hey, you not. You have a gun in your back of your car? <laughs> he asked if you had a gun, and you go, yeah, I do. Yeah, Why man. did you think he'd be asking you about your gear? Dude, I get nervous crossing the border. And yeah. I was like, I was just a bundle of stress. Because so, your right, because your head's probably going like, did Ted? Did somebody leave a butt in here? Or or just I just don't want to like say anything that's going to get me to be pulled off to the side, right? Yeah. Like I just don't want to risk anything. Not that I had anything. I just don't want to take any chances. I just like, do you, yeah, I got goalie. You're like yes, yeah, I man, do. you do. And his eyes genuinely <laughs> popped out of his head. Like, oh, we got someone. Like, yeah. He's like, what's wrong with this guy? He just willingly admits it. Right. And why's he bringing one anyhow? So yeah. So he's like, you have a gun in the car, and here I here I go from here. No! My response is, I don't own a gun. I've touched a gun once. No. And he's like, all right, keep going. That's, that was it? That's it, and I got to go. I, I can see why the waitress kept coming over. Every no in that story got louder and louder. <laughs> I've touched a gun once. That's awesome. No!
here we go. Here's some more of this stupid drunk conversation. <laughs> that, just, so that doesn't I, seem thorough. Yeah, right. like, oh, did you ask me if I had a gun on my car? Yeah, no, I said no. No. So <laughs> where the two previous times I emphatically was like, yes. <laughs> I guarantee you, though, he did say goalie bag and wanted to f*** with me. I am positive. I don't know. That, like, the Canadian guys don't seem like the f*** with you type of guys. No, he didn't seem like it, but I assume he was. Are you with him? Were you the one? Yeah, of course I had guns, Danny. I had plenty of guns. <laughs> I got an Uzi. <laughs> I got Glock. <laughs> Just keep naming guns. It's yeah. turning me on. I mean, I got a pistol. <laughs> oh. I got a PB gun. <laughs> and most importantly, hey. fellas, you know what's up? I got a love gun. Love gun. I like how confident you are, too, that the Canadian Border Patrol was messing with you. Because yes. I can see, people, people can't see Steve smiling now, like, God, what was I saying? I don't know why I thought that. Right, but, like, that Steve, that drunk, drinking Kahlua all night Steve, firmly believes that they were messing with him. That's pretty awesome, dude. Oh, dude, I was like, yeah, Danny, I did have a gun. <laughs> I like how you specifically would you say an Uzi, a Glock, a Glock, and then you said and a, a BB gun, a pistol. a pistol, a pistol. Is it a Glock a pistol? I don't know. It shows how much I know about guns. Ted, have we not learned? I've only touched a gun once. Your brother must be proud. Oh yeah, I'm sure. That's it. That is a legit excuse. It is funny though, <laughs> sir. Do you have a gun? Yes, in the back. <laughs> I. Are you serious? No, no. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Because, I mean, it was like legit. Like In my head, I heard him say, so you got goalie gear in the back. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you do? I'm like, yeah, of course I do. Like, why would I tell you I'm playing goalie and not have goalie gear? <laughs> like, in my head, I'm thinking, what, what is wrong with this guy? Why is he effing with me? Right, why is he trying to trip me up? And is, it there, is there signs when you drive through that say, like, no firearms? I uh, Probably. Yeah. I, I would imagine so. Oh, man. I, the, the crossing the board, I got to get one of those Nexus passes. Even though I only go over Canada like twi twice a year, yeah. it would just be nice not to have to deal with that. And getting back is even hard. Like It's not hard. It's funny. I go back, and the guy didn't even bother asking any questions. He goes, so where were you? I'm like, Richmond, British Columbia. He goes, what were you there for? I'm like, hockey tournament. All right, man, have a good day. And that was it. No other questions. Yeah. Didn't even bother to see if my address was right or anything. Like, he's just like, yeah. But it took forever because it's like such a long line. It took like two hours to get over the border. Oh. Going in, it took like 15 minutes. That's brutal. Dude, I left there at like four in the afternoon on Sunday. I didn't get home until like nine. Ugh. Yeah. And it's what? Three and a half hours? About that. Without the border? Yeah. It just sucks. And then I'm watching the Nexus, and the Nexus line, all you do is just drive. You, It's almost like a California stop. And then you're gone. Oh, kind of like the uh, like like the uh, pre-check like, at TSA. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I guess from what I learned is that if you have the Nexus, that works also for pre-check at TSA. It's the same screening process. Nice. So I'm thinking about doing that. Get it? Yeah. That way I could have all the guns I want. I do like that's like oh like that excuse works great. Like yeah, I'm an American. Of course I was in Canada playing a hockey tournament. Right. Yeah, that adds up. Go on through. Yeah. Have a good one. All right, Ted, we got to get out of here. I got to go head on off to uh, Kirkland. Hector. To see Hector's and Miss Rock 
and the Rock Girls. Yeah, man. It's going to be a sunny afternoon. I think that's going to be a cool thing. I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. Yeah. And look what I got to wear to represent. Oh, the Mega Cash shirt. Rocking the Mega Cash shirt. Nice. That's right. I love that. That's right, Mega Family. All right. Let's get out of here. Some more push-ups. Whoa. Coming at us hot. You know what it is. All I do is win, win, win. All right. Let's get 10, Mega Family. Won't stop now. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making it. My folks locked down. I never went nowhere. What they say, yeah. All right, Perler Foreman. It's been real, dude. It's been great with your Keika, Keika, and, my, and my guns, and your guns, my Uzi, my Uzi. That's pretty gangster, dude. Uzi and a Glock, and a BB gun. Yeah, we keep it real. It's hard out there. It is. And y'all. And them streets, son. And them streets. <laughs> we will be back. We'll be back next week. I'm gone. And they stay there. All right. Because I'm off to Atlanta. All right. So the week after. We'll be back the week after. And I'm sure we'll have a lot of stories. Yeah. Ted's going to bless more people at uh, Summer Meltdown. And I'm going to be in Atlanta for a radio convention. And Mega Family, if you're at Meltdown, say what's up. Give him a mega hug. Oh, yeah. He might hug you a little too long, but it's okay. <laughs> uh.